0: Welcome to the Wealth Studying Podcast. This is episode 233. Today is June 9th, 2017. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at InvestableWealth.com. Well, today I wanted to get out a quick podcast before the weekend. I wanted to specifically tell you about a stock purchase I made today, and then I also want to give you some things to watch and listen to over the weekend. As far as video content, I had the opportunity to be interviewed by Adolfo Ferranda over at NerdStalker. He's a tech guy. He was curious about my new book, The Robots Are Coming. And so there's a link in today's show notes where you can watch our video discussion on YouTube. It's about, I don't know, a 30-minute or so interview. And then also this week, I had the privilege of being on the Survival Podcast with my friend Jack Speerco. I'll put a link in today's show notes for that as well. That interview went pretty long. Whenever Jack and I get together, we tend to talk quite a bit. So it's about a two-hour interview, but I think you'll find it fun. Again, we're talking about my new book, The Robots Are Coming. Hey, and while we're on the subject of my book, I'm not going to try and pitch it to you today and do a commercial for it. But I will say this. I have recently just gotten my hard copies in. Uh, the publisher had to fill up, you know, the distribution system. So I've only recently received my copies, and so I've spent a good deal of time this week autographing those. And if I've told you you're going to get an autographed copy, those are in the mail. You should receive them sometime, probably mid next week, for those of you that are in the continental U.S. Now, one thing about autographed copies. Many of you have asked if there's a way to purchase those. I know a lot of authors do that. That's just really something that I personally don't have the time for. And so the book itself is available, you know, in electronic format or as a paperback copy, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any of those kind of places. And the only autograph copies that are available are those that I give away for free. And so I do those as gifts for my clients, friends, you know, special people like that nothing personal I just really don't have the time to sign those for everybody and sell them so if you do get an autograph copy hey it is a rare commodity I'm sure you could put it on eBay and sell it for you know two or three dollars in any case the other way to get an autograph copy is for those of you that have entered the, the drawings and the raffles that i have had for the books incidentally if you haven't won one yet Stay tuned, I'll be having a a couple more drawings over the weekend, those emails will go out and you'll find out if you've uh, won an autographed copy of the book and then I will try and get that out in the mail as soon as possible. So hey, I appreciate all the interest in the book, thanks so much for your support. Let's get on to today's main topic which is a stock that I purchased today and this is actually a little bit of a rare occurrence because what I've done is I've gone back and I've added to a stock position that I've owned for quite some time now and I very rarely do that. Now, I didn't buy this for all my clients. What I did was look at any of my clients that maybe were new since I had first purchased this stock and then if I felt it was appropriate for them, I did add it to their portfolio. The stock I'm talking about is Disney. Now, as I said, I rarely go back and add to a stock Uh, when it's down, which is the case with Disney right now. Now, my overall profit in this stock is probably something around 5%, but earlier in the year, it had been up as much as like 15 or more percent. So it's come down quite a bit over the last couple weeks. I'm not someone that believes in doubling down on a position. You know, I allocate a certain amount of my portfolio to a stock, and then it has to stand on its own from there. You know, if I put, say, 5% in it, and it goes down, I'm not going to generally double down on that stock because I've already committed what I had planned to put into that stock. That's partly how I mitigate risk and diversify my holdings. Now today, though, the reason I did go in and purchase Disney stock for the clients that hadn't owned it is because I think that it's unfairly out of favor right now. A couple weeks ago, during earnings season, there were several large media companies that were reporting poor earnings. Now, Disney wasn't one of them, but that entire sector started to experience a pullback. And then the technical sellers came in as Disney dropped below its 20-day moving average and its 50-day moving average. More and more program selling happened, which drove the price down further and further. There also continues to be debate about the problems that they're having with what they're calling cord cutting over at ESPN. And that's where more and more people are not using ESPN as part of a cable bundle package, but they're viewing it on their smartphones or you know some other way getting their sports information. Now, while I think that's a problem, I don't think it's a long-term problem, and it's something that I think Disney can easily address. It's also old news. This is something that you know we've been hearing about for two years. And so I think that information is actually you know well-discounted. But I think the major thing that has recently caused the stock of Disney to, to fall so precipitously has been the announcement that attendance at their theme parks is down. Now, you know, the media likes to hype all these things up. They like to really pick out some bad news and drive the headlines with that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, the reason that attendance is down at Disney theme parks is because Disney specifically plan it that way you see their parks are operating at capacity the lines have been getting extremely long and consumers are not happy about having to wait in a long line and so because Disney has pricing power what they've done is really raise the price of tickets to get into the park and so while attendance is down their overall gross margin on selling tickets is way up. So it's a win win. Disney makes more money, more people have good experiences, and so they keep coming back. So, for those reasons, as well as the fact that Disney stock is getting support at its 200 day level, it's also getting support at its short term horizontal trend line, and it also has support in the long term at both the four year and eight year moving average. And Incidentally, I do have a new video that I just put out today over at YouTube, and I specifically show you those technical indicators that I just talked about. And then, as always, whenever I make any type of a stock purchase within my model portfolio, I blog about that at Investable Wealth, so there's a verbal explanation of everything and a little bit more than I'm saying right now. So hey, this is just a quick episode today. I wanted to let you know that I'm not only continuing to hold Disney, but I think it's even a good buy at this level. And in fact, I think that over the near term, it can easily appreciate 15 to 20%. Hey, as always, though, I'm not offering specific investment recommendations to you. I'm just telling you about my opinions and my positions. You need to do your own homework and make your own investment decisions.